want to start? Okay, I guess we're starting. Okay, we're starting. It's our, it's our first episode. I know, I'm so excited. Well, times two. <laughs> times two, okay. Just a full disclosure, this is the second time we've recorded our first episode because we're not good at this. <laughs> well, because we're beginners. We're going to be good at it. We, Don't be negative, we're gonna Nancy. Be amazing. We're going to be amazing. Though. Listen, Linda. Eventually. I'm sorry. Okay, that. Um, so do you want to introduce yourself? Do you want me to introduce myself? You go first because you went first last time. Okay. During the first recording. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mistake. Oops. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, my name is Sarah, um, and I am a forensic nurse. Uh, I've been a forensic nurse for 10 years. I've also been an emergency ro- room employee, I guess. I was a tech first and then I've been an emergency room nurse for 13 years, but I've worked in the ER for 15. Um, and I just wanted to start this podcast with Morgan. We've been talking about it for such a long time. <laughs> for, forever, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, we so. have been. When did we first come up with it? When we went to the conference on crimes against women? Probably. I think that's when we first said it. Well, anyway, my name's Morgan. Um, I have not been a nurse for quite as long, but I've had medical experience since about 2003 when I signed up for the military. Um, I was a combat medic first and then um, did some life stuff and I became a nurse about five years ago. And then shortly after I started, I became a forensic nurse. Um, And so that's how Sarah and I kind of got connected and um yeah that's where we're here and then we decided to make a podcast yeah yeah about everything about everything well everything that's gonna make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. about our jobs <laughs> yes um so what is a forensic nurse like what do we do <laughs> um you know a forensic nurse is definitely a jack of many trades um you really are a patient advocate. So when somebody um, gets hurt, um, they're a victim of a crime, abuse, domestic violence, sexual assault, human trafficking, um, and that abuse can be child or other abuse or neglect and against vulnerable adults, um, we come in and do a medical forensic exam. I'm not really just as kind of... Um on our side of things, it's more of a, um, it's a head to toe exam. Um, but it's more for legal purposes. Um, the reason it's called a medical legal exam is because medical forensic, have, not medical legal. I'm well, it's also <laughs> called medical legal exam. Thank you. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all of the textbooks. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> Negative Nancy. Um, Anyway, so um, the reason why the medical part is in there is because we are we are nurses um, and we are able to do some medical interventions and things like that. Um, But the main bulk of the reason why a forensic nurse gets involved is because of evidence preservation. Um, Morgan and I actually have our masters in forensic nursing. Fancy Nancy. Ooh, we're so fancy, but we're not. Not really. And so we um, we actually have the ability on top of doing, um, you know, the the normal, quote unquote, uh, forensic nursing, we can do death investigations and work with um, the coroner if we want to. Yeah. Um, but 
on a normal basis, our education for a forensic nurse or a sexual assault nurse or a sane nurse um, is a class. It's a 40-hour class. Also known as a didactic class. (laughs) Sarah used that word in the first recording, and I was like, Sarah... People don't know what a didactic class is, so um, (laughs) it's just classroom portion because it can be a hybrid. So you can have the way that we do it um, in our area is that we um, do a hybrid. So you do some online stuff and then you do your in-class stuff and then you do um, a day of hands-on where you actually get to learn how to do pelvic exams and you also get to do evidence collection. And so that's just kind of like the nitty gritty about what we do. Um, but we're not going to talk completely about that. It's not going to be all this clinical, technical. We're going to talk about um, things that really make you uncomfortable. So if the word vagina makes you uncomfortable or penis, penis, if those make you uncomfortable, then you're in the right place. Um, But Sarah and I also like to talk about like true crime things. And um, for instance, I love talking about ghosts and conspiracies, but Morgan won't do ghosts. I don't do ghosts though so um no Morgan doesn't do ghosts so we could talk about conspiracy theories all day but no ma'am no ghosts here um she tried to get me listen to a podcast a ghost podcast and it just freaks me out it's called a tipsy ghost you guys should listen to it (laughs) shout out to my tipsy ghost girls (laughs) um we also do a lot of referencing to my favorite murder um, if you don't know what that podcast is, um, you're, you might not like us. You probably won't like this podcast, <laughs> um, but it's a really great true crime podcast with two female hosts, Karen and Georgia. Um, and Sarah and I actually did the quiz on who is Karen and who is Georgia. And I am Karen and Sarah is Georgia. I am absolutely Georgia. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like it's a, it's a good fit. But um, yeah. so we're going to throw a little humor in there. Um, so for example, one of the things that I have watched is the Surviving R. Kelly series. And I asked Sarah, have you watched this? And she's like, no. And I said, you have to because we have to discuss it. Um, it has a lot of really um, hard topics to deal with. So things like um, sexual violence, domestic violence, um, racial inequality. There's a lot of really great topics to kind of discuss in the series. And so she's going to binge it sometime when her I wanted uh, it to be our very first episode. (laughs) Um, But Morgan informed me that I wouldn't have enough time to binge it before we recorded this episode no so no you won't because there's like it's a series so it's like the first part and there's this six part series in it and they're like an hour and a half the episodes are like an hour and a half long and the first and then the second and Guess then what i get to do tonight <laughs> and then there's a third that is from the uh, viewpoint of reporters and uh, experts who covered the case and who talked about the series. So we're going to have a discussion about that. But um, we're also going to cover things like how to talk to your kids about sex and when's the best time to talk to your kids about sex. And we're going to talk about sexual violence. And so um, we're probably going to have to do trigger warnings before every episode because we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. some really hard things that um, that's uncomfortable to discuss. Um, Sarah is a guru in human trafficking. Um, she doesn't, I don't know if guru is the right She doesn't word, but... traffic people, but she is on the anti-human trafficking. I mean, you never know. <laughs> she could if she wants to. Sarah and I said that we know who we would go to if we needed to bury a body. So, right. um, we know we're, we're each other's people. And so, yeah. <laughs> 
we will also probably have some guests on um from you know uh jen is one of the girls that i did can you still hear me oh yeah i can okay sorry uh jen is one of the girls that we did our um masters with and um she's already requested to be on the podcast (laughs) um so So, fyi the reason that sarah asked if i can still hear her is because we're smack dab in the middle of the pandemic and so she is at her house an hour and a half for me and i am at my house an hour and a half okay an hour an hour okay yeah it's about an hour 45 minutes it's not that okay maybe maybe (laughs) um anyway so we are not together so we're in different counties right now (laughs) we're doing the podcast from our own homes and so this is we had to like learn how to do it on the app and because we get to use a cool app to do it but um that's why she asked if I could still hear her so we'll see how this goes and all the editing and all that good stuff um yeah but what was did you want to touch on something was there something else that you wanted to touch on you mentioned it before we started I did I came up with a great thing last night and Morgan I would like to know what makes you uncomfortable oh oh um Ooh, cringeworthy movies make me uncomfortable I have to change the channel like cheesy stuff Oh, gosh. Yeah, like cheesy or if somebody's like really embarrassing themselves, I have to. Ch- like rom-com movies? Um, Sometimes, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. If somebody's like really doing something to make themselves look like a fool, I have to change the channel like to really cringeworthy stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know that a whole lot other than that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I know being in the positions that we're in and being like doing the work that we've done and uh, all that kind of stuff. There's not a whole lot of stuff that gets to me anymore. Yeah. What makes you that uncomfortable? Makes me uncomfortable. Um, what makes me uncomfortable is when people cuss in front of my grandma. Oh, okay. So Sarah's <laughs> grandma can't... is the sweetest lady ever. Um, she's very <laughs> Catholic, though. Is that why? No, oh. she's not Catholic, but she's very, oh, very religious. religious. Okay, not yes. Catholic. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> that's, uh, that's funny. That's really funny. Or... Or if, like, we're watching a TV show and, like, I'm at her house or something and there's some sort of, like, sexual context or anything like that, I get real uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not something you want to watch with your grandmother. Ooh. No. Man. Not most people, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. You do you, boo. But yeah, whatever. you do you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to share that with my grandmother. Thank you. No. Um, no. So, we are definitely going to um, engage people that listen. We want to get questions and suggestions. Um, We by no means think that we are the experts in life, but we have a lot of really great experience to share. So we want to use our knowledge in the field that we're in to help other people. So one of the things that I love, love to listen to Sarah talk about is the danger of technology for our young people in certain apps. Um, and she does a really great lecture on the dark web. So she, we hashtag TikTok. <laughs> Everybody's using TikTok right Everyone, now. So it's scared. like the rage. It's all the rage. I know I'm, um, I'm in this, uh, I guess that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it doesn't make you uncomfortable. It, may, it scares you. It does. Yeah. It does. It scares me so much right now. <laughs> yeah, it's super scary because they're just, you know, you, if you're not in the world that we're in, you don't you don't know the things that could happen. I'm actually in 
um, this Facebook group. It's like a, uh, uh, it's called Cat and Nat. It's like a mom's or a women's type Facebook group. And somebody posted, boring. Um, it's not, it's pretty, pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm also in this um, Chair Moms Uncensored one. And like, you have to be let oh. in. Like it's, it's yeah. an exclusive group. Um, yeah. but, um, mm-hmm. if you know anything about me, you'll know that I am not a cheerleader type. So once you kind of get to know me on this, like, you'll know that that is not me. However, my daughter discovered competitive cheer and thank God the word competitive is in there because it's no joke and I'm a very competitive person. And so, um, it's very different than the world that I grew up in of cheer. And so, yeah, um, I'm okay with it because it's really, really, really hard work and she's part of a team and she's learning how to learn from other coaches. And, and so it's really good for her, but as we go on, you'll, you'll understand that anyway. So I digress. Yeah. I dig- that was, sorry about that sidebar. Um, anyway, <laughs> so this mom mentioned that her daughter loved TikTok, and, um, I don't think she said what age she was, but she asked about, um, letting her use it. And I said, you know, I didn't say, no, don't do it. I just said, you have to be really careful because, you know, a lot of traffickers, a lot of human traffickers utilize those apps. Um, and it can be really, really scary. And she was like, oh my God, how? And I was like, okay, I have to do the other. I have to condense this down so that it doesn't freak her out too much. <laughs> and so I just, and or sent her to Sarah. <laughs> And so I just kind of was just like, you know, they can, they can utilize it to gain their trust, act like somebody they're not, ask for pictures, and then use those against them and threaten them. And this lady was just like, oh, my God. Like, oh, I'm opening a whole camel, can of worms here. But Camel? Did you say a, a camel? A whole camel. A whole camel of worms. <laughs> That's a large amount of worms. <laughs> That's a large amount of worms. That's disgusting. So it rained here last night. And um, I guess downstairs in our basement, there were two very large earthworms. I thought you were going to say snake, wall. and I was going to go, no. Up no, your wall? Up our wall. Oh. What the? I, I don't know. I don't even understand Ooh, that. Snakes so. make me uncomfortable. Oh, snakes do not make me uncomfortable. Oh, I can't do them. Ugh. I love them. No. Yuck. Okay, again, digressing. God, <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is going to happen. There's going to be lots, lots of sidebars. Um, so. And we're really, really excited because we feel like um, yes. there's been a lot of people that are interested in listening. Um, and so we hope that we can fulfill your um, deepest desires and what we want to oh, talk about. Maybe not that much. <laughs> not romantically, you sicko. Gross. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> but if you've heard um, us lecture together, you know that we um, yeah. we love what we do and we're really passionate about it. And I feel like it's really important to talk about these things because I feel like that's one of the reasons that there's such a minimal amount of education is because it's really uncomfortable to discuss. And so I yeah. think it's really important and I love my job. And so I'm always going to use whatever platform I can to educate other people on it. Right. We do a whole lot of education. Yeah. Um, and we kind of want to use the podcast as a platform for education. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we educate at the hospitals. Um, we, we work at two different hospitals. Um, we educate at the hospitals. We educate. Well, we work at um, two different hospitals because you're a trader. Let's just be honest. I am absolutely a hundred percent a trader. (laughs) Sarah used to work with me at my hospital and, 
she um, needed to change. She needed a change in her life to be a little happier. And she has done that. And I miss her very much, but she's not really a traitor. She just needed to do it for herself. And I support her in every way. And I work with our friend, Jen. Yes. So yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I also um, kind of a little bit helped start the program at the hospital that that I work at Morgan works at. Yeah. So um, did not help start the program at the hospital I'm working at, but, um, but we teach not only like our peers and all that kind of stuff, but community and, um, EMS, police, fire. Um, I, I go to a health class once a semester and do teaching, um, for one of the high schools, um, in the area and, um, along with one of the other, um, we have, how many programs do we have? I got it five earlier. <laughs> we have five, five programs. programs in the city. Yeah. In our, the city that we live in. That, um, and I can't remember the exact number and I was going to look it up, but um, we service like 36 or 46 hospitals. I think you said 37 with, earlier. Yeah. Um, with the five, five programs um, that we have, um, which is not even all the hospitals in our like vicinity. So Um, but, um, so with all the programs, we're all very well connected. We all do a whole bunch of teaching and stuff like that together. And, um, I completely forgot where I was going with this. Can you tell? Yeah, I could tell. Um, one of the things that I'm going to take over, uh, as I was, as she was talking, um, you're going to hear us also discuss how we do things in our lives and talk about our kids as well. Um, I have two, a boy and a girl, and Sarah has a boy. And so we want to talk about things like consent and how important it is to talk about consent with your little boys as much as it is with um, your, your daughters. And so we think that that is, um, it's, it's coming around, you know, I see, I see a lot more of that um, in the media now where they're discussing how important it is to talk about consent with boys as much as it is with girls, but it hasn't been like that for a long time. So we're, I think we're in the time period where, um, it's still a little confusing for boys. And so, um, at my house, you know, uh, when somebody says, you got to start young, yes, you have to start. Young. Yeah, you do. And so when with somebody both. says, stop, they should have to stay stop one time, no matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter. Like if you're, you know, wrestling and somebody says stop, or, you know, if he's picking on you or she's picking on you, you know, it's one stop and that's it. It shouldn't have to take more than one. And so we're really, you know, driving that, driving that home where you, you have to listen to when somebody says that because it's really important to stop when somebody says stop. Um, and how important it is to start that really young. Um, And then as far as consent goes, we're also going to talk about how, you know, it used to be, oh, give your aunt a hug or give your uncle a hug. And you have that creepy uncle Kyle who, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Kyle's a new one. I don't have, I know. I don't don't have a Kyle in my family. Do you have a Kyle in your family? I'm sorry if you have a Kyle in your family. family. But I mean, if you have that creepy uncle Kyle and your kids don't want to hug him, don't make them hug him. Like, just don't do it. Right. You know, there's no sense of respect there. That's not it's not disrespectful. It's respectful to your children and um, hearing that they feel uncomfortable with that person. So, you know, that's something that we'll, we'll discuss as well. Absolutely. What else, Sarah? Um, 
one of the things that I was going to want to discuss too, and again, um, I'll give you all of our like social medias and all that kind of stuff here in a second too. But, um, we, we do guys, we do want your guys' input. Um, but, um, I want to discuss, um, lessons that we've learned kind of like Morgan was talking about with, um, things that I've kind of picked up and learned and, and know from trafficking and just things that a lot of people wouldn't think about. And you think that it's harmless and you just don't understand how, um, it could be not harmless. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to talk about like lessons learned and things like that, that, um, um, we, that we have found throughout our time Yeah, and what we've been doing. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we're also going to do it in a really like trauma informed way. And so if you've never heard of trauma informed care, you'll definitely hear about that on this podcast because that's really close to my heart. Um, that's what I did my master's thesis on and I'm working really hard to, um, move it through our institution. And, um, I'm actually speaking on a national level, Uh, in September about it. And so um, when we talk about trauma, we're going to discuss the significance of trauma and how it affects you um, throughout your lifetime. And, you know, this is a really big thing right now because a lot of people are significantly impacted by trauma in our society and you don't even realize how impacted you can be by it. And so that's one of the things that we're going to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And um, like I was kind of saying, we have, um, very very early on um we have social media accounts um on twitter facebook and instagram instagram thanks you're welcome (laughs) can't think (laughs) and uh we have those accounts already set up under do i make you uncomfortable um you can just search those and it'll be in there um and we have an email account that's do I make you uncomfortable at gmail.com. And um, you can send suggestions and um, just ideas or questions, um, questions and answers. We could do that at some point too. Um, just we want to keep everybody engaged in our podcast. Um, and again, we're going to we're gonna talk about some pretty heavy things, but we're going to try and keep it as light as possible. <laughs> Um, but know that we're not ever making fun of anybody or anything and we're not taking it not serious because we laugh. Um, that's usually our, uh, coping mechanism. Oh, absolute coping mechanism. And we give that before we, we tell everybody that before we lecture too, because we make a lot of jokes. Yeah. A lot of really inappropriate jokes. I think as, as an ER nurse, you, you develop this dark sense of humor anyway, because yeah you know, of the population that we see and how scary our job can be. But when you're a forensic nurse, um, one of the things that I teach people is that you really do hear and see the worst of humanity, um, the worst of what people can do to each other. And so it's really important to have an outlet and to be able to cope with things. And so dark humor is one of those things that we utilize, but we'll also talk a lot about mental health and how important it is to take care of yourself. Um, Because Sarah and I have both experienced some significant Uh, mental health things depression anxiety and we'll talk about those I mean we're pretty open and honest um, about things that are going on in our lives or that have happened in our lives and so we'll share those things with you um, and be really vulnerable and sometimes that's really scary and to put things out there Um, and you know there's gonna be some people that don't 
enjoy our podcast and that's fine that's your opinion um but you know you can go somewhere else because we really don't care about your opinion that's your opinion (laughs) we really just wanted to make this for ourselves anyway (laughs) let's be honest yeah it was definitely a Karen and Georgia moment where it was let's do a podcast and and then yeah. it's, hey, I made the, I downloaded the app for the podcast. And I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is the way our life usually works. Um, I get a bright idea and, um, or Morgan gives me a bright idea and she's like, we should maybe do this or that sometime. And then 20 minutes later, I've sent her 17 articles about this or that. And I've made us a... <laughs> Uh, an account on the podcast um, app and I've made us email addresses and (laughs) all sorts of stuff and she's like oh I always know that when I get a text message or a voicemail or something that starts with so so I'm like (laughs) what did you sign me up for now Sarah yeah because she thinks that it's a great idea to go hey I submitted this lecture as an abstract for us to go and do and and it was accepted. And so we're going to talk at the, you know, ER nurses leadership or nursing, Kansas nursing leadership in Wichita on this date. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, oh, let me clear my schedule. Okay. <laughs> and then the, the, the CNO of the hospital is there and we were like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> this was crazy. And then it ended up being good. So it was yeah. great. It's fun yeah. to teach with Sarah. We have a lot of fun together and we do. Um we will call each other um she's my person and I'm her person. Mm-hmm. Um but in our in our job it's really important to have those people because you can have a really tough case in the middle of the night that you just need to decompress with and um it's important to have somebody like that. And uh, my kids' father has never really been able to do that because he associates it um very personally in his life and so it's never really he's never really been able to be an outlet for him because it's too much for his brain at that time and so I respect that and you have to respect that when it's absolutely you know something somebody that you feel like should be able to do it um may not be able to do it may not be able to hear it so um, yeah I kind of feel like everybody needs a person yeah yeah for for every day yeah because of the job that we do yeah yeah, I, I mean it is it's super helpful because of the job that we do, but I feel like everybody needs a person in their life or more than one. I feel like I have a little bitty tribe that I could call. Um, but I mean, for sure, if I needed to like bury a dead body or somebody, I, I mean, I'm your I, girl. I know. <laughs> I know. <I'm> <laughs> oh man. Yes. yes. Um, so what else do you have? I don't, I don't know. Um, I, we definitely wanted this to be an introduction. So if you stuck with us this getting long, to know you, <laughs> getting to know all about you. Okay. So Sarah will break into song. Sometimes I am not that person. I maybe might, but I'll talk in a British accent. You'll, you'll hear me talk in a British accent <laughs> a lot, a lot. I like to do that. I actually read to my children, um, Harry Potter in the character accents. <laughs> Um, and my daughter is really good at accents. She did an Indian accent today when we, uh, we went, took the dog for a walk and I am amazed at how she can throw her voice. She's really, really good at it. So oh my God. it was hilarious and it just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, who are you? Child? Where did you come from? <laughs> well, who are you? She's your child. Uh, through and through, through right. and through. Yeah. So, um, we just really, if you've stuck with us this long, congratulations. <laughs> 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> but this is especially through my singing. I mean, if you made it through the singing, you're gonna make it, you guys. You're gonna make yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, we just wanted to introduce ourselves and kind of what we're going to be talking about. And I think hopefully Sarah can binge enough of um, R. Kelly. Kelly and maybe we can make it, you know, a couple part series because it has so much in it. Um, you know, it could be a series as we talk about it. Maybe yeah. our first time thing that we talk about because it really does cover an array of things that we discuss. And honestly, there's some trafficking elements in it, too. I mean, oh, there really I'm is. Sure. Like... I'm sure cult-like trafficking elements. It's it's really interesting. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's another thing we can talk about is cult. Oh man! Oh, oh man! I love oh, a good man. cult. But I'm telling you, like <laughs> it's it's it ranges. This the range of this series is amazing. But I have to say that the experts that covered it, they did such a good job explaining things. Um, but he is just a bad, bad man. Man, I didn't I didn't oh. even know. I I feel like I didn't even. Yeah. It wasn't something. You know, you hear about it in the press, but there's no backstory. Like, the media covered it, but there's no backstory to it until you get into it. And it is, like, in in the Black community, it is such a, uh, a charged issue. There's people on, you know, on his side still and supporting yes. him. But then there's these people on this, you know, on the other side, and they talk about how, you know, it would be totally different if, if they were white girls that he was, you know, hurting. And I was, and, and I, I literally out loud went, yep, totally would be. Yep. Totally would be. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's just really interesting to sit and listen. And I have to say in the second series, there were two white women that worked for him and they're still supporting him in the series. And it is so hard to sit and listen to them. They sound ignorant they sound really ignorant about how they're defending him because there's just too much evidence from Hashtag no spoiler i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that was a little spoiler it's just not i mean it, it's right out in front of you so it's not really a spoiler but um, okay. it's not really but it's just really difficult to sit and listen to them talk because they're in support of this monster he really is a monster right but you. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the people, I mean, that are still supportive of multiple serial killers and cult leaders and all that I know, kind of it's stuff. such and... a Stockholm syndrome. It's insane. Oh, it and I insane. I also love Stockholm syndrome. Oh, then you <laughs> will find this interesting because I'm um, no spoilers here, but you'll find this interesting. You've got to get through the second series to be able to know what I'm talking about though. We might have to talk about Stockholm syndrome. Uh, why don't you, you could go ahead and explain what it is now if people, you know, are interested in what we're talking about and they're going to go and watch the series. So Stockholm Syndrome is, um, the best way to like kind of explain it is that when somebody who has been kidnapped or is in a cult or anything like that, and you look at them and you're like, why in the world do they stay? Um, which also don't ever say that to Morgan she might rip your head off or your eyeballs out or eyeballs out 
Um, but why do they stay? Why are they so supportive of these people? And it's because of what's called Stockholm syndrome, where you just become so attached to either your trafficker, your kidnapper, your cult leader, whatever. And you, you see nothing but good in them and how they want to help you and how they want to be with you. And they can do the worst things on earth to you. And you're still just so attached to them. And it actually came out of this um, really odd situation. You guys should really like look at it. Um, I think my favorite mur- murder covered it. Um, yeah, I think they did really, too. Really weird situation where it was um, a bank heist in. Stockholm. Yeah, they did. Shocking. They did. They did cover it recently. Yeah, not too long ago. Um, but it was a bank heist in in Stockholm, and there was these two guys. One of them was extremely charismatic, and he basically um over a couple of days they were in there a couple yeah, days they right were, yeah it was an extended over period the of time, time that they were locked in this bank vault together um he actually like convinced them of how wonderful he was and that he wasn't going to hurt them and you know all that kind of stuff and so when the um hostages actually got let go they were like please don't do anything to him he's a wonderful person and um and they actually ended up studying this and figuring out and that's how they named it Stockholm syndrome but um it's really really interesting to see and it's really interesting um it's frustrating on a uh, forensic nurse level um when you go in and you do absolutely everything you can to try and get these people away from the situation and get them moved away and then two days later they're back because they're back in their same situation because they are they love this person and they need this person it's this um helpless such a it can be so aggravating it's this really aggravating helpless feeling um yeah when you really want to help somebody get out of a situation but you know that that book that i'm reading sarah um the body keeps the score the body keeps score. Uh-huh. yeah uh, it talks about um an experiment that they did with dogs uh, and how they shocked mm-hmm. them um and they the control uh dogs they didn't shock at all and they um in the experimental group they would shock these dogs inside the cage um over and over and over and then they took both groups and opened the gates and shocked both and the ones that didn't get shocked um they ran out and the ones that were shocked over and over and over just stayed it in that um same place and um, right. So they talked about how it's this um, learned behavior that, you know, that's that's the safest place for you to be. And so they actually had to drag them out of the gate several times to show them that they could get away. So. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's that thought process of um, that's all, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and when that's all, you know, and um, that's the love quote unquote that you yeah. know um that's all you that's all that's what you think it right. is and it's that cycle too you know that cycle of violence yeah. or abuse where a lot of people who are in these situations grew up in homes that were very violent or mm-hmm. traumatic and so they don't know any different they don't know a different cycle and so until you're out of right. the cycle it's hard to break it it's really hard to break that cycle so it's also hard to know that you're in a cycle right exactly because that's normal you don't for even you. know that's your normal right everyday life that's what you grew up with that becomes the normal for you right yeah or and you know there's there's all kinds of issues financial issues that people stay their children you know if they can't get away with their children Mm -hmm. and one of the things in the r kelly 
um, series, one of the psychologists was talking and she said, you know, you get into this new environment and it's this new scary environment and you have Uh this old scary environment that you're accustomed to. And so you'd rather be in the old scary environment where you know there are certain aspects of it that you can control rather than this new scary environment where you don't know what you can control. So right. um, I thought that was And really as humans, when we don't have control, it's... Oh, girl. Either we... <laughs> oh, girl. Especially Morgan's you. got some control <laughs> issues. <laughs> Morgan's got some massive control issues, you guys. <laughs> um. But when we don't have control as as humans, you either look towards somebody who does have that control yeah. or you're you're floundering trying to get that control back. Mm-hmm. And um, that can work in two different levels, you know, um, for both abusers, traffickers, you know, that kind of stuff to um, the the victims or the patients or whatever. I actually literally just had a domestic violence situation um, not too long ago at work. And um, she came in and told the registration people that she fell. Um, And then when she came back, she said, do you want the truth or do you want me just to lie to you? And I said, I'll take the truth. And she said that um, her ex-husband, well, soon to be ex-husband had grabbed her by the hair and grabbed and thrown her to the ground. And she had a, all sorts of scratches and stuff like that all over her and stuff. Um, but she said that the only reason that they haven't gotten a divorce yet is because they can't afford it. It's expensive. Which is so it's true. So it expensive. Is expensive. Yeah, it's really expensive. And, and um, you know, when you just, when you don't have the financial means or whatever, then you have to, you have to do what you do. I mean, luckily she didn't live with him, but they still had a child together. And so that's why they were interacting with mm. each other. Um, Man, was so, my baby seeing that? Was Did the kids see the violence? It, we, I didn't get a chance to ask her all of that um, because I was kind of teaching some of the other people. Um, but I don't think so. You know, that's what. But I, I doubt that the kid has not seen it before. Yeah. I mean, you just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he grabbed her by the hair and threw her to the ground, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure outside in the public. Then the child's absolutely seeing it. Yeah. 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 If you're willing to do things out in public, then God knows what you're doing behind closed doors. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I had a thought earlier and now I don't remember what it is and I'm going to remember it in just a second. Is it about how amazing I am? Yes. That was exactly it. I'm like, flittering my eyes right now <laughs> uh, see we get started on a topic and we just can't stop <laughs> I know gosh we weren't even gonna like really we talk about a topic today, yeah we've kind but... of covered a lot of it <laughs> a lot yeah. a, well a little bit a, of a lot a lot, yeah. a lot a little bit of a lot a little bit of a lot you're yeah. true you're true yeah. um what else do you have then Morgan um you know I can't think of anything right off the top of my head, but I'm really excited to have okay. this conversation with you about um, the R. Kelly series because I think it's really going to give yes. us a deep dive into some really important topics. So we could do like an overview of it um, next time. So it's like 10:15 right now. Yeah, uh, we could. I could. I could be done with it by 7 a.m. You think? Yeah, probably. Well, okay. Maybe. I don't know. Are you going to watch? I don't have the kid right yeah, now. Yeah, then you should be okay. Are you staying up all night? Sarah works nights. 
y'all. So um, I don't know. Um, Depends. This morning I got a text message that said I accidentally fell asleep last night and slept all night long. And I was like, so the terrible. irony of that statement. <laughs> it, no, the text message literally said I accidentally fell asleep and slept all and night. Slept all night. Um, dot, dot, dot. I feel great. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, that is how it's supposed yeah. to work. You're not supposed to stay up all night yeah. long and sleep during the day, but... I mean, who's normal in this world? Because it's not me. Well, that's very true. <sighs> but it's okay. Anyway. Normal's, normal. I always tell my kids, um, normal is boring. Weird is fun. So, so Normal is really boring. I tell my son all the time that he's super weird and I love him yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. I have weird kids too, but they're so fun. Yeah. 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 You guys will hear about our kids. Um, for sure. Yeah. We probably will not discuss, I mean, maybe later on in life, uh, after everybody starts figuring out where we actually live and stuff, we probably won't discuss, like, the, we for sure won't discuss our hospitals, um, like, by name, Um, but we might not even discuss, like, where we live. Morgan's already given away the state that we live in. I did? So, yeah. I did. You said that we were going to go to the um, uh, Kansas administrator's. That doesn't mean we live there. (laughs) Oh, well, we totally live there. (laughs) You just gave it away. I didn't. Okay. Okay, maybe the state. You guys might know the state, but. The state's fine. So, all right. They're going to figure it out. Maybe. Yeah, they probably will. But we won't discuss any, like, um, we're not going to discuss any cases specific. You'll never hear us talk about. um, any specifics on cases we might do general generalities kind of like you know Sarah did earlier like I just did yeah like I just did with the domestic violence yeah. you know yeah um but you know well we want to keep um, those people as safe as possible and you'll hear them referred to as we'll refer to them as patients or um, sometimes our advocates that we work with refer to them as survivors um the the or police say victims mm-hmm, the police will refer to them as victims and so um, as a multidisciplinary team member, um, the people that we serve and care for are discussed in different ways by different people, depending on what you do to help them. And so that's an interesting aspect of our job as well, because it's important for you to stay in your lane for um, court purposes and for testimony. So um, Absolutely. it's important for you to remember those things, too. So we'll talk about that. Um, what else? I think that's about yeah. it. I'm excited. We have a lot to, to, to delve into. And if you're interested in us talking about something or you have a question about something, please feel free to send us an email at do I make you uncomfortable at gmail.com. Um, or you can shoot us a message at um, do I make you feel uncomfortable uh, at Twitter. It's a Twitter handle and Facebook and um, Instagram. It's a page on Facebook. Like, it's a Facebook page. Oh, okay. Well, you can search. Do um, I make you feel But you can still search yeah. it. And then, um, and the the picture is the same as our podcast picture. So. Yeah. So. I, All right. All right. Well, that's, that's one. It. That's the first episode. We did it. That's it. We did And if you've stuck with us this oh. long, we're excited. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so And much. just wait till the next one because we're really going to do a deep dive. 
going to be interesting. And I promise not to sing any R. Kelly songs. But I might sing, but not R. Kelly songs, okay? I mean, that's one of the things, too, is that they talked about how iconic some of his music was. Uh, Space Jam, come on. Yeah, but then there's one, like, the age, age don't mean a thing that he co-produced oh, oh, with right. Aaliyah. Uh-huh. He married Aaliyah. They falsified paperwork. Did you know that? I'm sorry. Yes. Spoiler. Spoiler. That's like the first thing they cover <laughs> in the series. It's not a spoiler at all. <laughs> everybody knows that, right? Well, everybody already knew I that. I didn't. So, I mean, okay. Okay. Well, so <laughs> we'll dive into that and we'll talk about that next time. But, um, And we'll try and do this next week. Yeah. Absolutely. Next week. Get out another another episode. So weekly yeah. or biweekly? Let's do weekly. Unless we can't. Listen. Look, oh my I'm telling you, you are going <laughs> to do this. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in and listening. And we look forward to um, having you next week. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.